the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Here we are on episode number 30. Slightly frightening that out of the 52 weeks of the year, we're now at week 30. Oofed. Crazy. Yeah, I think I've said this before, but like I'm sort of gauging how far into the year we are now by episode numbers, <laughs> just because cause we've been having we're a, right on the beginning. We're right on. We started in the first week, so you're like, oh, I'm more than halfway. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Indeed, I am Jessica, and I'm joined as usual by Craig and Andy. As we're approaching August, we will be taking a look at what is coming out in the next month. Of course, we'll be discussing what we have been playing, including some throwbacks, and we will be reviewing our gaming movie. We mentioned last week that shitty platinum t-shirts are now on sale. If you head to puredeadgaming.com and click shop, you can purchase your very own. So let's get into today's episode. How are you both? Craig, you've been off on holiday. How has that been? It's been pretty good, yeah. I've been purchasing Funko Pops. Oh God, yeah. Bank balance is dwindling by the day. We need a shelf now. Mm-hmm. No, we needed a shelf last week, and you've still not put it up. <laughs> got like, the ones nice you bought are cool. They the are ones cool, you aren't bought they? are cool, aye. I, I like them. Uh, and then we were looking earlier, there's uh, uh, Bruce Willis ones from Die Hard, and they're just, that's like, making me get the itch now. I know. I knew, I knew as soon as I showed you I that know. one, that'd be him doing a rabbit really hole as well. That. I really want that. <laughs> oh, dear. One of my friends had messaged me, he's, he's uh, pro, he's bought that as well, uh, and he's blaming me. And then I instantly blamed him because I didn't know there was a diehard one. Now that's instantly cost me more money. <laughs> Have you bought it? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the night is young. The night is young. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting weird looks from you. I bet you wish I was still buying costas and firing twirls into them. Eh? <laughs> twirls is no cream eggs. <laughs> yeah, I found a more expensive hobby. Oh God, yeah. How's that yeah. diet going, Craig? Just when you well, that's the thing, I'm off the costas. Just when she thought <laughs> that was as bad as it could get, now I'm firing into ten pound Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'll stop soon. We we discussed this. We only want the ones that are elite level Worthy cool. Of being on a show. Uh-huh. The problem is that as we've started to search about, there seems to be a, a lot, lot of le- elite <laughs> ones. Yeah. A lot of seriously cool ones. I thought I was only about four or five away from being able to comfortably call it a day. But the thing is, how many things are you into? Like, like program wise, like you, you like Seinfeld, so you're going to buy the Seinfeld stuff. You love Fraser, you're going to oh buy Fraser. Oh my god, do you think they do Father Ted ones? That's what I was just about to say to you. They probably I've do. I checked that. <laughs> I bet they do. Oh, don't. Oh, Let's man. Get I don't that. think it's got big enough of a name to be. <sighs> Maybe not. It's a, a UK show. It is, it? I, it's very, it is. I mean, like, as good as it is, it's very niche. They don't <gasps> do. <laughs> they don't, do they? Oh, God. Oh, no, they don't, sorry. <laughs> There's some kind of thing, though. Don't play with my heart like that, right? I'd have slept with that next to my bed. Oh, <laughs> don't. No, sorry. There's still time. Sorry. There's still time. The Seinfeld ones only came out a couple of years ago and that stopped in late 90s, okay. early 2000s. Okay, let's not spend the whole podcast episode talking about Funko Pops, please. No. But we've got the spin-off Funko Pop podcast, which is <laughs> harder to say than it sounds. Pure dead Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to a shop near you. Are these... Funko Pops are types of Funko Pops then. 
Because there is Father Ted They're not, figurines. But, oh my God, where yeah. do I look get at, them? Look at Father Jack. Is that like one of these... That it, would be an economical question. Is... <laughs> Is that like something that somebody's handcrafted and there's only one, or are they purchasable? No, I don't know. I think they're purchasable. Right, I need there's, you. There's other one. There's a what's that guy? You Kramer? There's a Kramer guy. Right, I need you to. Oh, I've got that. You got that? I've got Actual that one. one. Vinyl idols. These ones are called. Right. What I need you to do is screen cap your phone, mm-hmm. and then send that to me. What one? The Falated. Obviously. <laughs> no That's worries. brilliant. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Jess? No. I would like to move on. Okay, we'll move on. I'm buzzing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, do you like it's out the message? The message that when I told you to put your phone on silent should, <laughs> should not make a noise and it just did. <laughs> I told you, I don't know how this works. Technology is baffling. <laughs> so what's everyone doing to this week then? Nothing for me. Nothing, just what? Life is boring. Mm. We had a long ass drive at the weekend. The longest of long ass drives. Yeah. With two kids in the car, I can't imagine that was fun. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay, both at the same time. The exasperation the of parents. Yeah. No. <laughs> Any fellow parents will know that, you know, long car journeys with children are never fun. Of course, we love them. We love them, of course. But. <sighs> he just they save it up for us, like so. Our our two kids were that's nice of them. Our two kids were staying at their, their grandpa's, so they went up, and by all accounts, the drive up they were totally fine, and we went up to collect them, and it's a four hour drive back down the road. What, maybe half an hour into this drive back, Nathan turns white as a ghost mm. and proclaims that he's going to be sick everywhere. Oh, is he not a good traveller? Well, apparently he is when his grandpa's driving. I'm like that. uh, (laughs) If I'm not driving, if I'm getting passenged about, Mm -hmm. I know that's not a word, just coined it. uh, Passenged. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Then I get sick as well, man. It's really horrible. Yeah, I'm a wee bit like that too. Um, I used to be really bad when I was mm, young. Which is why, like, for the first duration of the journey, I drove because I knew it was more windy roads than being on the motorway. So. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, he was fine on the way there. Mm. And he always seems to be, but then when we're driving, he can't last half an hour. Maybe it's and I'm an driving. E- I was just about to say mm. I'm an excellent driver. Right? I would dispute that claim. Formula 2 level. I think the fact that poor me Nathan's thrown up left, right and centre would dispute the fact that you're a good driver. <laughs> Obviously something going on there. Yeah. I think when you're on, like, long car journeys, though, it just, like makes you more aware of how idiotic some drivers are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's people pulling out all over the place. indicate or undertake on a motorway or hog yeah. the outside lane and you're just like, come on. And you've <laughs> like, got nothing uh-huh. else to do but to stew and get yeah. annoyed about them. <laughs> it That's how roadway jams yeah. up. Yeah. It wasn't this time, but the last time we drove back from my dad's house, um, there was a guy who sat on the outside lane in a like little small car. I can't remember, like a really... Old. Was it not yellow? Like I a think little it might yellow have been car. Yellow. Yeah, it might right. be. Not that that means anything, to be fair. But <laughs> it says something about you. Know, you. You're on the motorway, seventy miles an hour. He was doing fifty, forty. I've been oh, generous. And, and he, was, he was doing about forty-five mile an hour on the outside lane. No. And I, I was driving. Now 
I, out of principle, never undertake people because I think it's a dick move and because I get annoyed that other people do it, I just don't do it. How are you not going to undertake him, though? Well, that's the thing. So I get up behind this guy and I was like, I'm not, under, I'm not undertaking him. And you were him. keeping your distance. It's not mm-hmm. like you were right up his ass as some drivers right. also do when they went yeah. by. So right. I just sat there and instead of like undertaking him, I just started giving out to Jess about it. And this went on for at least 20 miles he sat oh. there in that lane it was with oblivious. me behind him. No, I, he, he knew I was there, but he oh. was just... How, he might not have done. It would be difficult. Why but, would you go 45 miles an hour on the fucking motorway? I don't know. This went on forever, though, because I, I, I vividly remember turning to you and going, if the police were to turn up here, the guy would get pulled over mm. and done for this, because you, 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 you can get done just, for going uh, too slow. Yeah. Because you have Flat. everybody behind you going, fuck! <laughs> like <laughs> steaming. There was loads of folk undertaking and eventually it got to the point where I nearly cracked and undertook him but he got to a roundabout and he went a different way or something yeah. and we finally got rid of him. you give him the daggers? Yeah. I felt like just following him all the way to his house and thumping him one. The Donnelly daggers? <laughs> yeah, if you've got any good road rage stories, let us know and we'll share them next week. Have you ever been involved in road rage? No. Never crashed, never. No. I'm trying to think if I have. No, I've had people shout at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I've beeped the horn at a few people because you know what that Willis roundabout's like. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's the that's the closest I've come to crashing. Yeah. Because you've got to watch it for. I mean, you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but it's other people who just don't have a fucking clue in that roundabout. I don't and know, just, cutting across. They just scoot everywhere. They're going all over the shop. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what are you fucking doing? And it's particularly bad when you see them when they're going from, like, say, where Queen Margaret Academy was to Kelly. And you can the way the roundabout is, it's kind of, like, weird. You, it's almost as if you're veering off too much to the left. Yeah. But that's the way you go. Yeah. And there's other people just kind of go straight and then you, you can see them and you're like, right, I'm going to slow down here. Aye. Because there he is, he's just fucking took in, in front of He's cut across two lanes yeah. and then cut back across them. Yeah, it's annoying. Aye. I know, it's a pain in the arse. I, I, don't, I don't think I have ever had... I wouldn't be the enforcer of road rage. I would never do that to somebody. No, I've, I've had road you know. rage in the fact of, like, I'll be sitting with Jess and somebody will cut us off and I'll start giving out like aye, start, aye, but I've not actually hunted the guy down or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Like no, in that term, like I've started screaming and shouting, but it's to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aye, that's what I'll do. Yeah. I, I very rarely beat the horn as well. Mm. I don't want people to, you know what I mean, think I'm like that. Yeah. The, in fact, I tell you, the closest, I'm sure I've mentioned this in the podcast though, the closest I've came, and I suppose you maybe could take this as road rage, but there's a, there's a road in air and you, when you go down, you can either take a left or a right on it. So I was taking a right, and the guy in the lane next to me was, you had to go right, mm-hmm. but he obviously wasn't from around here, didn't realise that the lane I was in, you could you could go right. And so he cut right across me and was raging. And when we went round the next corner, he pulled in and signalled, so I pulled in behind him, and then he got out the car and started screaming at me. Like, he was an old guy. He was, like, in his 60s or something like that. Right. And he was, like... I'm sure I said that, mentioned this in the podcast. No, I don't know. And he was, like... Uh, he just started absolutely screaming at me, like, yeah, you fucking idiot, this, blah. You you, uh, you cut me... You didn't, like, cut me off. I could have crashed there, blah. And I was, obviously, like... I, I work for a large company, and 
the company is on my van and so I have to be very careful how I mm. conduct myself because I could get into trouble. So I kept my calm and I was just like, right, how about I wait here, you go back around that one-way system, actually look at the fucking road markings and then come back here and when you get back I'll accept your apology. <laughs> and the guy just started mouthing off again and then got in the car and left. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, mate. And then Craig was there for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was, for him too. I was raging. This guy's not going in this system. Is it? I was. I was raging though to the point where when I left, <laughs> I phoned my boss and I was like, "By the way, just in case a complaint comes in about me, uh, this is uh, what happened because I didn't do anything wrong." And he was like, "He just laughed and he was like, I don't care. Don't worry about it. I'm waiting for my apology. And it's not coming." Um, the Olympics have started. Are we all watching it? All excited? No, don't give a fuck about the Olympics. I've not watched a single moment of it. Skateboarding's in the Olympics. Yeah. Everything's in the Olympics. I don't days. understand I it though. You watch them and then, I mean, I suppose having played like snowboarding games, I kind of get the system. But like, <laughs> you can't watch it and go, "Oh, that was really good." I've got no idea. No, yeah. me neither. You know, what I mean, I don't know what's good and what's not. Yeah, yeah it's. I think that it takes the sort of... See, because it's in Japan, the time difference and stuff like that, I think it takes any sort of anticipation out of it. Because I can remember a few times getting lured into a little bit of the Olympics. Like, oh, it was... Like, if it was peak time and it was coming up to, like, a big race and we're in the final or something like that. But now you're watching highlight shows and mm. if you cared at all, you'd mm. know what happened because it's all happening during the night. Yeah, true. And so... Is there any other random sports they're doing now? Oh, they do. They do. Cause there's like horse dancing. Horse something, dancing? Something like that, yeah. I'm quite sure it's not called horse dancing. <laughs> I'm quite sure it is. Esquitrian dancing. Horse dancing. I don't think it's called that either, James. <laughs> to be honest, I feel as if they would come up with something a bit more professional sounding for the Olympics. You could It'll get be some esquitrian. fucking search results. Equestrian dressage. There you yes, go. that's more there like you it. Go. I would love to see the Google search results for horse dancing well, but basically that is what it is uh, isn't it right but I thought they would have a more cultured name for it and mm. they did unsurprisingly did you know that all the athletes um, you know how they all like stay in the little Olympic village the village yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're all sleeping on like cardboard beds Oh, Why? it has to be like uh, to save the environment and stuff well that is I think the real reason but lots of athletes and people who have been in Olympics before and know the kind of stuff that goes on. Said, "Oh, this will be a, a bid to combat sex," because between athletes, yeah, apparently that goes on a lot. But these beds like can only sustain oh. one person, so they were thinking, just is... do it on the floor. <laughs> you know, just bend them over. And just when there's, I tell yeah. you something. If somebody wants to have sex, they're gonna find a way to do it. They're not gonna be like, right, see, if I was like with somebody, and then you're like, oh fuck, it's a cardboard bed. Oh, we'll better pack up our shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, that bed will get soggy. Get, get, oh, fuck's sake, Craig. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? I'm sorry about that. About water sports? <laughs> <laughs> Craig's peeing everywhere, folks. Imagine, imagine the amount of search results you're getting in Japan right now for the Karma Sutra. Oh, my God. Through the roof in Google searches. 
Yeah, but they have been designed with sustainability in mind and not that. Obviously not. Can he sustain a shag? No, some um, gymnast (laughs) basically jumped on his bed and said, it's fake news, I can still jump on my bed. Aye, because those wee guys wear about four stone. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a fucking pillow dropping. A gymnast. (laughs) I went to a bodybuilder fucking job. Did they ever find that wee guy? Oh, they did. Remember the wee guy that went missing? No. Did we talk about that in the podcast? We did. No. We talked about it the other week, yeah. There was was he Ethiopian or something like that? What? I can't remember what country. There was a guy. My memory is shocking. Did we actually talk about this? There was a guy. I, I don't know if it was. I think it was Ethiopia. He was like an Ethiopian weightlifter. Right. <laughs> and uh, he came over. They came over to Japan, obviously, to get ready. And he just fucked off. Like I think whatever country he was at, it's the type of one where they like almost have to go to the Olympics against their will do you know what I mean they're so he got there left a note saying I fucked off to find a better life and then just went and got a job as like a builder or something stupid good for him aye if that's the life he's got then good for him he was Ugandan Ugandan sorry aye aye he's forced his government to go miles away from the camp did they find him yeah ah I was rooting for him and brought him back or did they because I feel bad if they brought him back knowing that he was going to be subjected to Shape but would you not tune in to see him weightlifting just to see the doer face <laughs> on him <laughs> fucking raging that he's there? He <laughs> might be here. The rage might help him. Ah, mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, what else did I do my week off? I went and saw some friends that I hadn't seen for years. Shout out to Scott and Michael. Scott was saying he's enjoying our podcast now, so we trip down again the listener, you know? That's it. <laughs> There you go. Spreading the word. Yeah. Spreading the word one at a time. <laughs> it's mad when you get older, but like, I don't know. Like, I used to work with a guy, and time just gets away from you. Like, even after we stopped working together, like, there would have been rarely like a year would have passed without seeing each other. But we were trying to figure it out, and I think it'd been about seven years. Mm. Six, no, maybe six, six years since we'd seen each other. So, so long. I know, time life just gets get, away from life you. Life gets in the way. Aye, so it was good to go and visit him. He's got some stunning view from his back garden. He really does. Looks out onto the water and stuff like that. It's a hell of a house. But, nice. But yeah, it was good to get to see them. So it's been a productive week off so far. That's me at the weak point. Well, are you two weeks off, was it? At 13 days. So yeah. I'd, I'd worked, I think I worked last Tuesday, but then that was me finishing up. And I go back a week tomorrow. I mean today. Right. So. Uh, you're at the hump now. Because mm-hmm. you get that bit in two weeks off where you're like, yeah, 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 I'm on holiday. A week in, you get to that tipping point, the slump. Mm-hmm. And we then you're like, oh, I've got a week left. Back. I've got five days left. I've got four days. Oh, no, I'm back at work. <clears throat> Shite. Uh, but I also had the first week was pretty much kid-free. So it was like Boom. kid in a candy Boom. shop type of thing. Mm-hmm. And now most of the rest of the days I've got left, I'm watching the kids. Oh, so the, the slump. dim gloom has well and truly The slump in. indeed. Yep. Stop bad-mouthing our children on the podcast. They're lovely children. <laughs> and I've not been told to say that. No. Mm-hmm. I want to think of a shout-out to this. Because uh, I, I, I don't know if you'll have watched it, Andy. Ted Lasso. Oh, uh, Lisa was watching that. No, I've not seen. I've watched it myself. Right now, before we go any further, I have to say, 
for Batum that it was Terry that put us on to this show, right? He took the absolute hump the last time. I never mentioned him by name and gave him full credit. So this is your credit, Terry. Full credit for what, exactly? Bringing the show to my attention. Okay. There was a show, a couple, I, I think it was, in fact, it was uh, Tacoma cool. FD, and uh, his toys were completely out of the pram because he never got full credit. So he's getting full credit here. You need to watch this show. It's really good, Andy. Um, right. Granted, one episode in, haven't had a chance to watch more, but really, I still really have to good. watch Tacoma as well. It's, uh, how do you pronounce the guy's name? Jason Sudukis. Sudukis. And he's like a sort of hillbilly American. He, he, he managed a second division American football team, and he gets brought over to manage a Premier League football team. Mm-hmm. And it's so far, it seems really good. Like the second season has just started there, and it's going to be on each Friday. But the whole first season's available just now and well well worth watching, I would say. Mm. We've been going between that and Mindhunter. Have you seen that? Uh, I had it on my watch list, then I took it off. It's I never got around to it. It's Wait. quite a slow one. Yeah, ah, it's a slow burn. But and it was only two seasons or something, mm. is that right? Yeah. That's, to be that's like a, almost a plus to me. Like I've, I'm more uh. hope of getting through it. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think it's like two lots of ten episodes, but it's, it's the type of thing we're into. Like there's a lot of... Uh, so it's like a true crime deep dive which we really like so seems really Who's good Who's in it? Is it that uh, Is it a blonde lassie? Is it a blonde? Is it a blonde? She's quite a main character No What's her name? It's two guys I don't Oh is it? Don't know I didn't recognise them I recognise the older guy from something but I'm not sure Aye. what but I mean maybe she comes into it later on or something like that but I would recommend it it's good mm-hmm. it's been good that's two good shows that I would suggest checking out would you also suggest checking out some new content on our website? No. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> I absolutely would. That's yes. why you're the host. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I've been firing out Let's Plays left, right and centre. Yep, since last week I have put up, let me see, one, two, four. Four Let's Plays. Wow. You know what I mean? You can tell I've been oh, off. And she's been a busy a, boy. actually had a moment to sit. And play some games. Yeah. Um, I'll get into details on them when we talk about what we've been playing but there's uh, Let's Plays for Urban Trial Tricky, Death Store, the Fract PSVR demo and just went up as Action Arcade Wrestling. So that's four Let's Plays mm-hmm. for you to check out. They're all on the YouTube channel. Which is Pure Dead... No, wait a minute. That's a lie. Right. YouTube.com forward slash Pure Dead Gaming. Yes. That's it. That is it. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Okay, so this week we watched for our gaming movie night, Werewolves Within, which was released last week. Uh, Well, it's been sort of a staggered release in different countries, but in the last month... It's new, we'll say that. It's new, 2021 Was there really a need to correct your woman there for that? No, Seriously, she looked at me and asked. She was like, "Was it last it's week?" A, it's a uh, last week. Well, last week in Germany, uh, <laughs> I think you find the UK is a month old. Uh, if you'd done your research, you would have found that out. Anyway, you know, let's talk about the film. <laughs> I think it's on a streaming platform. Have uh, it's came to streaming somewhere. Look, okay. Amazon. Is uh, it? I, I don't know. I just know it's not on Netflix. Just fucking thought you'd make that up. Yeah, correction. <laughs> Oh, don't you fucking start with the connections. I know, I've had to put that segment in in a good few weeks. <laughs> That's just because I've chosen not to. There's been plenty of them. <laughs> right, so 
Right, what did we think? I thought this was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Really enjoyed it. No, it's not... I say I liked it a lot. It wasn't brilliant, but... I mean, we watched some fucking right shite, don't we? So I thought it was pretty good. The thing for me is that... And it's perhaps our fault, but we watched it earlier than we normally would in the week. Yeah. Because we were away at the weekend. Um, You've forgotten everything about it, haven't you? Largely, <laughs> which says which says quite a lot about it. Like, it, if you know, it was a bit forgetful for me. I don't. It wasn't a massively memorable film, but when I was watching it, I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, really funny. Some bits. It was yeah. very much like a who done it. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, wasn't yeah. it? Which I wasn't expecting at first. I didn't know that was the kind of plot, but um, yeah. And I didn't know, and it wasn't obvious who yeah, was no. the the werewolf. Yeah. It wasn't obvious at all. I was like, oh fuck, it's that person. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I don't want to give it away till it's be seen him or her there. Aye. Just in case somebody wants to watch it. Like I like to make notes like as we're watching the film, mm-hmm. and like I've always really liked. Who done it? Films like me oh, and I, me and uh, my friend Mark, we used to go down to Blockbuster and just like literally walk up to the counter and go, "Have you got any more Who Done It's?" And we, <laughs> I think we watched pretty much every one in the entire yeah. store, like even the proper shite. Oh, you know what films I like? But I don't know exactly what you would call them, like a, a Who Done It film. Films like uh, Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, where it's a guy on the run. Trying ah, to put like right. Fugitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fugitive's an amazing film. Yeah. That type of film where people are on the run trying to prove their innocence. Ah, it's I great. love films like that. Yeah. I eat that shit up. Ah, I don't know what you would concept, call that. Oh, on the run, maybe a film. I don't know. Maybe. I mean who done it's not even a proper term, so aye. No. But you know what you mean though. <laughs> aye. It's not totally what you aye, mean. So you could easily do like an on the run thing. But yeah. like like I say, I take notes during these films and at one point I'd wrote down almost feels like I'd who done it, even though it isn't. Like everyone has something to hide, and then two lines later, in capital letters, it is a who done it. I love a who done it. Mm. <laughs> you write these kind of notes to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you've got emojis in there too. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you sending emojis to? In I was your having fun with myself. I was laughing when I was saying that, so I had to put a wee guy crying with laughter. <laughs> oh my god, just to remind yourself. <laughs> oh dear. Emojis. Are like a caption of emotion in time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so when you're writing something down, wow, we're getting a lecture. You put an emoji down that mm-hmm. captures how you are feeling in that right. moment. But that's conveying to normally the other person because obviously when you're normally conversing with someone, you see emotion in their face, but mm-hmm. through communication via text, you can't see that. Hence the purpose of the emoticon. But I like to remember. <laughs> I like to remember how I was feeling, hence my use of the emoticon. Right, okay. Right. And at that point there, I was laughing. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> oh, dear. So what bit were you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got down, uh, he sm- smacks her with the fire poker, she's okay, head lands in the fire. Oh, that woman was off her tits. Uh, he, like, she like smacks the woman. Uh, she's like, she's okay, and then she, she just falls down head first into the fire. Yeah, there was quite a few, and it was gr- funny. So I put a wee laugh in the water. A few um, <laughs> gruesome death scenes, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, Surprising lack 
of werewolves. Yeah. 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 So how does but it? But it's because they were within. How does it mm. compare to the game? Because I've never played the game. Neither have I. Right. Meaning, what's the it's, game about? It's like a little-known PSVR game. It's about a town that gets infested with werewolves. So but I, I don't think, think it, this has got much to do with it at all. I think it. I'm just really? completely making this up at mass. But I think it might be like a, an online thing where you have to try and identify the werewolf. So I think it does have some ties back mm. to. Okay. But obviously. Because this was almost like a comedy horror. Yeah, that's. Oh, what it was listed definitely as. yeah. That's what it's listed as. There were some good cast members that they all had kind of quite, I don't know, unique traits and their own little stories going on. Um, mm-hmm. Which then, you know, with a who done it, that's normally what you get, isn't it? And this, you kind of piece together. Oh, could it be you? Could it be you? The setup was really good. Yeah, like they were, they were all just a complete bunch of oddballs, but they had each one of them had like different motivations and stuff like that. And you were like, right, I, mm. like I feel like they all. Like earlier, they all had something to hide. Like they all seemed like they were keeping stuff back, mm-hmm. which was cool. They're all dodgy, especially that woman that was kind of like the technician or something like that. She was like a scientist or something. She had all the stuff set up in her room with the PC. Yeah. Now. It made it made it it made out as if she was the well for a wee while because she's all like, just looking in the camera, dead sly kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be out in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And it was like I, I was like, oh, it must be her. Spoiler alert, it's not. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, sorry. <laughs> there was a... See, just going back to lines, there was a couple... I thought there was a couple of like, really funny lines in it. Like, see when that mad woman's dog gets eaten or mm-hmm. whatever, and, like, she's... They all get together, and she's just going crazy. And uh, she's like, my baby, my baby. And then see the, the like, overtly gay guy. He, at one point, he just turns in and goes... Um, Wait a minute. Are we talking a real ba- about a real baby or a dog? Because oh my god, <laughs> something like that. And just, like, and he, he's just like, because if we're talking about the dog, I don't give a fuck. But are we talking about a baby? Because fucking hell. And it's just the way he says it. I thought it was really clever. There was a there was a few. Aye, there was a few really good bits. Like, I, I would hi- I would definitely recommend it. I would recommend everyone checking it out. Like, yeah. it's it's only an hour and a half as well. So it's it's a good it's a good watch that Made just use it skims and a half. by. Yeah, definitely. Um, the see the guy, I think his name in it was like Sam Parker, the guy who was trying to like build on the land. Oh yeah, the old you know, guy. The guy, I mean, yeah, yeah, the guy who's trying to get all the signatures, the pipeline thing. Yeah, so he's set up this thing that's like a fireworks display, but it looks like a cotton balls. Right. I did not get that. I don't remember that. So over when they come into the town, there's like two mini fireworks and there's one big one in the middle. And they say at one point they're like, ah, "Why that looks like a dick?" And they're like, ah, "He's trying to he's trying to win people over." And he dies by like banging into that and getting like fired. So like he'd get fucking blown up by an exploding phallus. I don't remember that. Do you know that? No. I remember. I remember what he's saying, but I didn't clock that it was, the significance of it didn't ring to me. I'm afraid. Hmm. I instantly noticed the cock and balls, mm-hmm. especially when they made they brought it up twice in the film. Right, who's got the stats? Who's got the lowdown on it? Oh shit, that should be me, shouldn't it? Uh... While you're pulling it up, another line that I quite enjoyed was when because they, they were just taking the piss out of like sort of stereotypes, and at one point I think it was the uh, part ranger. He's like, right, so who's packing? And everybody's just. Like, Everybody's got a <laughs> Everybody's gun. Everybody's got their hand up. <laughs> so good. 
America, right. you crazy bastards. Budget of six point five million, so it's very modest lot. budget. To be fair, I mean there wasn't really there was a bit of special effects, but you can see why it would wouldn't have been that costly. They'd have done it out in the middle of nowhere as well, so it would just be the there's no like lavish stuff there to spend money on. It's really just the general film stuff. Mm. A crew, camera equipment, locations. A pyrotechnics, but uh, a wee bit of CGI or whatever. Or yeah, I did notice at one point the... Um, the main ranger guy, it was snowing, but and he had snow on his jacket, but the right. snow wasn't actually falling on his jacket. Oh, was it fake? Yeah. That's mm. spotted that. It's because they couldn't get the seven million budget. Well, they couldn't actually hmm. make it snow, I think, was the issue. What do you think it made? So six point five million it made. This is see wait, this is the thing. This is the first film that we've done this since post COVID. Yeah, and also did I mean if it only got released this year, then has mm-hmm. it been at the cinema? Mm-hmm. It had a cinema release. Okay. I think. Well it yeah. And normally these stats I'll say eleven are, eleven million. Like how long does it how long is it at the cinema for? About a month. I don't know how the runs usually are. Usually about a month for... Hmm. 11 million. So it might not even be, like, over yet. Might, this mm-hmm. might not well, it would only have came to the cinema, like, Friday over here. 25th but... of June, it was released in America. Yeah. Okay. But when you see these box office stats, it only counts America. They don't give a fuck about the rest of the world. Yeah, well, that's rude. That's, that's rude. Noted. But... Um, 10. Ten million. I'll say eleven. Wow, guys, you're way off. Oh, it made nine hundred and two thousand. Jesus. Wow. Yep. I mean, to be fair, it was I think largely like aimed at streaming, so I, I don't think that necessarily means that it's completely bombed. But Jesus, that's not good. And what was the? Do you remember what the? IMDb rating was? It's like a 6.0. I'll just check it because it's the last thing I had here. It's a, it's a 6.0. Yeah. And the meta score's quite good as well. It's, I mean, it's, it's well, I thought it was worth a watch. Yeah, I think, like, from yeah. their Wikipedia um, of it, you know, it's saying, like, it, it genuinely received positive reviews from yeah. critics. Um, and it's the highest rated video game adaptation on Rotten Tomatoes. But oh, well. will it be the highest mm. video game adaptation on Pure Dead Gaming? The mm. real fucking bar. What's your, what's your pie rating, guys? Our pies aren't rotten. <laughs> fucking tomato face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but as I said, I think it's a wee bit forgettable. So I'm probably going to go middle of the road and say three for me. Okay. Stayed oh. awake also. You did. That was, that was good of you. I'll say four. I'm going to say, oh, hmm, I'm torn. Between a four and a five? No, between a three and a four. Oh. I'm going to go... I'm going to go for a four, because I would watch it again. I'm going by that. Yeah, I would, I watch, would, it I would watch it again as well. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a four. I've said this a few times, but like, I like a film that respects my time and see the fact <laughs> that it was just an hour and a half. Like... There wasn't any... There's so many films these days that you watch that's like two hours and ten minutes and you're like, you could have fucking cut some of that. Mm. Some of that was fucking shite. 
and it would have been a better film. But that's just hour and a half, in and out. Mr. Scorsese, you're going to have to trim half an hour off here. Aye. Because you're going to have to be respectful of Craig's time. <laughs> you tell him, Andy, because <laughs> I don't want to have to tell him again. No. Right. Nah, he's not listening to you. He's not. His films are generally three to four hours long. I know. So he's not listening. Fucking still try to get through that Batman thing. Have you Batman. checked the runtime for our next film? What What was the next film again? Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. It'll be an hour and a half, I bet you. Below an hour and a half. 87 minutes. If that. Right, let's check. One hour 39. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, this film was, was decided upon after a, a Twitter conversation earlier today that I had with Sat Tsunami. Uh, she'd spoke about how she was having to watch it for something that she's she's done crea- creatively. Uh, and it's one that we've yet to cover. And it's supposed to be one of the worst pieces of shit ever two, created. 2.4. I don't think I've ever seen a 2. 2.4 and the meta, the meta score. Aye. I've never seen a single digit meta score before. <laughs> it's nine. Holy shit. So this Aye. film is wow. directed by the gentleman who also did Far Cry. So yeah. that in itself says The master quite a lot about of it. video game yeah. adaptions, you bowl. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see if like most films this bad for me, land in the category of so bad they're good, but it'll be interesting to see if this is just so bad it's fucking abysmal. And there was a second one as well. That's what I was going to say. Like, it must be the worst film ever to get a sequel. I know. Although that, your man didn't uh, do the sequel, apparently. He got binned, the director. Aye, but then it's got, like... By all means, it's got, like, a couple of good actors in it. Is, is it not it... also got, like, a 2.6 or something, though? Right, the sequel's it. also got a 2.something. Oh, my God, it has. It's a 2.6. Aye. <laughs> Do you Jesus know what I mean? Christ. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Like I love it. I love the thought of them sitting making the second film going, well, it can't be as fucking bad as the first one. Equally as bad. <laughs> well done, lads. Yeah, so tune back in next week to hear us discuss that. And by all means, watch it, because it's going to be a good one. Is it, though? <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> I don't think we're enticing people to watch these. Aye. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to our next feature, what we have been playing. Pretty self-explanatory. I don't need to to give you some detail on that, but... Would you like to start? Uh, yeah, okay. You've um, not been playing your Lonely Hills? Have you stopped? Oh, I've actually not played it this week. No? No. Wow. No. So, as we mentioned, we took a trip to my dad's house and he is in possession of a Sega Saturn. <sighs> so, I've been old school this week. Old school. Um, Surprising it still worked. Yeah, yeah. Although back then the Why? consoles were built to last. Yeah. Like I was I was sitting talking to your dad and I was like, I guarantee that the PlayStation 5 I've got in the house will only work in ten years. Mm. But this thing's still bundling on. It's like just what? one circuit board, that's why. Nah, he, much I mean it. he bought that in ninety six, so twenty five years and that thing's still going. There's not a prayer that PlayStation over there will be going in ten years. No. Not that's a crazy. prayer. True. I think the funny thing was as well, like when I was finished playing, I was like how do I turn it off? And he's just like, just the power button. But I'm like, but that's like, you can't just press the power button on a console <laughs> and break mean, it. But yeah. no, that is what you do. <laughs> I'll need to reformat the hard drive. <laughs> um, yeah, so I played Panzer Dragon, which I, I did play back in the day, but I didn't overly remember. 
I had like recollections of some of the um like visuals of it, but I don't really remember playing. It was pretty solid to be fair. Um but the thing that I spent my time playing was Sega Rally nineteen ninety five. Wow. Oh yeah. Um, I can't imagine there's dirt effects on no. that game. <laughs> it was pretty much like a street conversion of the arcade um, games mm-hmm. that you got with like a time trial and two-player mode thrown in as well. Um, there's only four tracks and three cars, which is an wow. absolute pittance by today's standards. <laughs> um, but I suppose wow. back then that was enough to keep you going. Yeah, okay. probably. I remember at the time, like it was when that That's came mental. out. I mean, it, that would have probably been could be wrong here but that was a, it would have been before the playstation came out or around about the same time so i think it might have been after the playstation but before it came out over here mm. and it would be round about the time probably before then 64 so i think this was like one of the first times that it was like whoa this is arcade quality yeah. in yeah. your fucking living room yeah. that was the sort of hook so i thought we we're mad for it like, i remember my cousin having a sega sat and i would go went around his house and i'm like whoa this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so there's no analog mm. sticks on the controllers, so like your directional pad. Yeah, that's it. and it feels very. It doesn't feel very intuitive. No, um, yeah. So I wasn't. I wasn't very good at it. I'm not gonna lie. And pressing a face button to go. Like this yeah. was before, but it's obviously there, there was shoulder buttons, but there was no triggers, mm-hmm. and then, so it was like. I think it was B to go. It was go. B. There's, yeah. there's like A, B, C and yeah. B, which is the middle one to go. Mm. I at yeah, least it have just... it as C and the yeah, one on the outside or something like that. Just, yeah, I, it was, at the time, it probably just, you, you had nothing to compare it to, but looking back now, you're like, what were you thinking? Yeah. yeah. I had to go up of it as well, but you trounced me. Yeah. We're doing, we're taking turn each, it's getting scores. Seen how far we could get. Well, that's the thing because it, it does have the, the time trial feature. So, like in the arcade, you know, when you ran out of time, that was you. You, you put more money in otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was good, good fun. And the only other thing I've been playing is a much better car game, <laughs> Need for Speed. Um, I, although mm. again, I tripped down memory lane because I definitely played the original. Um, yeah, Need for Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. what I played. Um, Cars look really cool. The scenery, I feel like, could have been a bit better. Yeah, but... I, I've not played it, but I watched the the small amount you did, and mm. like the first thing I noticed, I was like, "Whoa, that car looks really good!" Like, see the gloss and the sort of reflection shiny. on the car like looks really good. But then it didn't look like they'd done much with the the like the map, like the world. Well, they've done a lot, evidently. Yeah, but I suppose in comparison to maybe some of the other racing games, the scenery's just not quite. Is there graphically, but I mean, we were watching videos of Forza Horizon Five exactly. a couple of weeks ago. It's kind of hard for anything exactly. to match up to yeah. that. To be fair, it's hard for real life to match up to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've done a lot of driving games and also a lot of driving in the last week. But that's me. You fair put yourself through the ringer because <laughs> we've spent our whole weekend driving, and then you just sat and played driving games. <laughs> so. Yep. I mean, with all these like high speed games you've been playing, the next time we go up to your dad, you should be able to get there in about two hours. Well, yeah. Time trial. Mm. Yep. The problem is there's speed cameras all the way up the bloody road. Yeah, there is. We need to find an alternate route. Maybe a dirt rally route. Maybe <laughs> yourself, Andy, what you've been playing? I'm still on uh, Resident Evil. Resident still to Evil. still to finish it. How you find it now, alright? Ah, brilliant game. So, enjoying it still. You still with Heisenberg? 
Yeah, I've yeah. Not, I'm still at the exact same point. I've not played it in about a week. Uh, uh, I'll wait till my days off again. I'm interested to see what you think of the last last sort of, I don't know, quarter of it or so. Oh, right. Um, not in a bad way or anything like that. Just yeah. like, you know what it's like? like? These games always take like... Aye different paths and stuff like that so I'm, I'm, I'm like I, I think Terry was playing it but he's not finished it either and there's not many people that I know that have completed it so I've not really been I, there's no one I've really spoke to about like the, the I don't end. know I, just the story or the like uh, the way the, the, the game evolves and stuff like mm. that so well that'll be me I'll definitely complete it nice but I know a great game right hit us with your list on all your time off <laughs> I've had a great week of gaming. I mean, obviously I've been... <laughs> oh, I've had a great time, love. I've had a great, great time. It's been fantastic. <laughs> uh, obviously been off. I've had a lot of uh, extra time, but I I didn't realise when we were recording last week, but what a fucking week of gaming, by the way. Like, I, I gave, last week I gave the pick of the week to Last Stop, which I've played. I played... I'm, I'm only maybe like an hour in, but really really good like what, what is it exactly so it's the, the story's still evolving not that I'd give anything about the story away anyway because you play it yourself but it reminds me a bit of like a telltale game where you there's not really much gameplay to it it's more just experiencing the story making dialogue choices but um you're playing as by the looks of by the looks of things three different characters and it's set in London and the three characters don't know each other, but so you, it's almost set up like a kind of TV show. So you choose which character you want to go as first, and you play through one chapter. And it's done a bit like a, like like I say, like a TV show where there's like credits, opening credits coming up, and so you make some choices. Your character goes in a certain direction, and then you go onto the next character, and you play their chapter. Then you play the third character's chapter. There might be more characters for all I know, but it seems like then you'll come on to chapter two and again you'll have to play through all three characters chapters and their stories start to interlink the further you get in but like i just i really like these types of games where you you get to make choices a lot of the time your choices don't necessarily matter but you feel like they do in the moment it's only when you think about it after the fact that you're like you maybe talk to someone else that played it and you go i made this choice or i made this choice and it turns out that 10 minutes later you ended up in the same room or something but it's it's cool. Like it's, it's very slow paced. Like if you like a lot of action in your in your game and you're not particularly gonna like it, but it's very story heavy. It seems like it's got a like a kind of fantasy aspect to it as well, a kind of sci fi aspect to it. But like I say, I haven't got far enough to to know yet. But really cool, and it's on Game Pass. Should you have an Xbox? If not, I think it's about twenty pound on on PlayStation, or I think it's on Switch and PC as well. Okay. So that's cool. I don't necessarily regret giving that game of the week, but it isn't. It wasn't the game of the week. The game of the week is Death Store, which is fucking amazing. Okay. It's fucking brilliant. My God, I I can't even. I think I saw someone posted a screenshot of it on Twitter and was like, "Oh, this came out this week," and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of cool. I quite like the art style." reach out or cover that game brilliant it's absolutely brilliant This me talking about it is going to put people off you play as like a bird it's almost, it reminds me of Hades but it's not when you die you don't start from the beginning again 
it's just it's checkpoints. So you start you you're this bird who collects souls, and the art style is really cool. The gameplay is really responsive, and you're going about different realms collecting souls. There's mini boss fights. The bosses are so cool. The the design of them is amazing. The the gameplay, like I say, it's so responsive. It's difficult, but you always feel like you're progressing and even if you were like if you come to a group of minions and you did die and you had to go back to the checkpoint yeah all these minions are still here but every time you kill someone you get like a point and when you get a certain amount of points you can upgrade an aspect and when you die you always keep your points so even if you were rubbish at it you could kill one enemy die kill one enemy die and you would eventually get enough to get more powerful and then and then continue on. Um, I'm only maybe an hour and a half into it just now, but it's it's one of the best games of this year. Wow. It's it's really good. Like I say, I'm not doing a good job of explaining it. What I would suggest is go and check out that Let's Play that I put up. It gives you a better idea than I can with my word things. <laughs> but it's, it's really good. At the moment, it's only on Xbox and PC, but it's definitely coming to PlayStation, and it'll be brilliant on Switch as well. Yeah. I think it's a timed exclusive. Cool. So that's cool. Uh, I also did a Let's Play of Urban Trial Tricky, which is like a Trials game. It's like a Trials light. So think Trials and you're pretty much... It's a mix between Trials and a PlayStation game from years ago called Joe Danger, which some people remember. We used to, it was kind of Trials light, but you mostly did tricks. And so it's a lot like that, just trying to get high scores and stuff like that. But it's it's re- again, it's super responsive, really good fun. It's got a shit trophy list, but other than that, it's pretty good. And if you want to see more of that, you can check out the Let's Play I did on that. And aside from that, I played a little bit of Sega Rally with you. I played a little bit more within the Blade. And I played a little bit more of Action Arcade Wrestling, which does a Let's Play Live as well but I've already spoken about them, so that's it. And, oh, I'll put in one thing about Action Arcade Wrestling Mm -hmm. that I thought was cool. You can download characters from yesteryear or just now, so it's the actual wrestling game itself has no well-known wrestlers. It's all made-up wrestlers, but it's got a creation mode where you can download, like, all the guys from the 80s, the 90s, the guys from today. And there's a guy in AEW called Orange Cassidy, and he wrestles with his hands in his pockets. That's his honestly. That's that, That's his thing. Wrestles with his hands in his pockets. Somehow in this creation mode, they have managed to get this guy wrestling with his hands in his pockets. I don't know how <laughs> they've done it, but they've done it. And so he does okay. the whole match with his hands in his pockets. Check out the let's play to see that. Okay. Is that you done? I did write down Microsoft Flight Simulator, but the fucker doesn't work. So. <laughs> Yeah, whenever that 27 gig download finishes and the servers come back up, we'll have a shot of that. Mm. I was sort of hinting at, has there been a shitty platinum? Are you waiting for something? He's not what he performed this week. Did I you see? I don't know what you're being. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Motherfucker jamon. Shitty platinum. Motherfucker jamon. Did, did you see <laughs> that we got a tweet in? Uh, no. We got a tweet in offering us extended lyrics to this. All oh, right. Did no. you see this? No. No. 
So Chris wrote into us and said, suggested extended lyrics for your shitty platinum intro. Developers got a price. Pure Dead's going to pay because the shitty platinum man always has to play. And then <laughs> shitty, shitty platinum. <laughs> well done, mate. That is top drawer. It's quite good. But yes, we do. We do have a shitty platinum and it is fucking shit. It, this particular, even the name, the name, it shows its hand in the name. The name is called Tower of Balloons Autorific Arcade. Okay. Okay, enlighten yeah. us. With... Yeah, it's made by and developed, sorry, developed and published by a team called Autorific Games. Oh, so they wanted to get their own name and the title of the game there. I see what I see what they did. Pretty much, I, I believe it's the only thing they've made. Right. It's it's not very good. It's so that is this isn't one of these ones. It's a shit for platinums, but it's actually a good game. This is just a it's bad. It's just bad. Right, got you. You are a dragon. You're on the screen. and You're you not ha- an otter? No. Right. And you have to keep pressing X to stay afloat. So if you don't press X, you'll drop further down the screen. If you hit the bottom of the screen, you die. Okay. And you're trying to, to stay, help yourself stay up as well. You are having to bounce on balloons. And there's also enemies that you have to kill. And so you have to... The trophies include bursting a certain amount of balloons, killing ten enemies in one in one go without dying, and there's like golden eggs that appear, or golden balloons I suppose they'll be, and you have to get a certain amount of them as well. When I first started playing it, I I was like, this actually seems a bit more difficult than what people said. But after a bit of time it's just like I think it, it was because at first I thought, oh you'll do it all in one run, but you do actually die a fair amount, but it just Regardless of how many times you die after about twenty minutes, you'll get it anyway. Like it's it's really it's really not very good. It's one of the it's hard. Like if you're, I mean, most people are in this just for platinums, and if you're in it for a platinum, you're going to get it in like twenty minutes. So I'm not saying don't play it, but do not expect that you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this thing because you're you're absolutely not. I would give it a two out of ten in terms of difficulty and. Ah, you're talking about 20 minutes. The only redeeming feature that the game has is the Platinum Trophy is called... By now, you might be asking yourself, wait, where's the tower? Well, a weird thing happened during the playtesting. We got rid of the tower and we forgot (laughs) to rename the game. Zero out of ten. Literally unplayable. That's the name of the Platinum Trophy. Is there oh dear. Not a word count on the, the name limit of a platinum trophy? I thought so. Because I've, I've, I've never seen anything like that. Usually, like other trophies are called like. Oh, well, it's the trophy description, to be fair. But yeah, I, would, I mean, other trophy descriptions are like save your first score to the scoreboard. Like stuff like that. I've never seen one that length. It's wow. uh, weird. I hope nobody clips that. I've never seen one that length. <laughs> Folk could have a field day with that. <laughs> And I've just outed it. Yes. But yeah, so if you want to plan and play it, but beware, it's shit in the truest sense of the word. Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so it's already proved to be an exciting year for gaming as developers are pushing the power of PS5 and Xbox Series X. We are now approaching August and 
Is this big month for Xbox the first step to closing the gap with PlayStation or will it not matter? We have a bunch of big releases, so let's chat through them, share our thoughts and anticipations. So the games that are coming out this month are Death's Door, which was out last week? Last week, yep. And it's exclusive just now. Okay, last stop, that was out last week as well, free on Game Pass. We've got Flight Simulator, it released on the day that we're recording this. Um, it's exclusive and free on Game Pass as well. We've got The Ascent out this coming week, exclusive and free on Game Pass. Hades out in August, free on Game Pass. 12 Minutes, which is out in August, exclusive. Psychonauts, which is free on Game Pass as well. Psychonauts 2, sorry. A lot of good stuff coming to the Xbox. Ah, it's a good month. Yeah. It's a hell of a good month. It's weird that it's weird that such a good month in August. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Was like, PlayStation countering with though? To be fair, yeah, we, like we got some questions in. So DJ wrote in and said, I honestly don't see it making that big an impact. It's a good month, but PlayStation also has its fair share coming too. Hades, mm-hmm. Ghost of Ikushima, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits and Psychonauts 2 are all coming. I'd say that easily matches Xbox's oh, month. It kind of does. So... It depends how you look at it, yeah. Maybe, like, maybe I mean, traction will just kind of be the same. Yeah, so, I mean, it is a big month for Xbox. I think that's the thing. They've had a lot of quiet months while PlayStation's been trucking on, so yeah. it might make a difference because 12 minutes looks fucking awesome. It really does. And that is exclusive. And, like, um, Flight Simulator's, I think, like, the second or third highest rated game this year, and according to Metacritic, and it's... It's just out, so I'm I mean, it's, for a shot. <laughs> I mean, it's not August just now, but like yeah, we're yeah. talking the next sort of calendar month. Yeah. Um, and the thing Xbox has over PlayStation is that every one of those games, apart from twelve minutes, I believe, you'll get as part of your subscription. Mm-hmm. So you're not even have to shell out money for them. Mm-hmm. So it might close the gap. It's a really cool month. Like some some of the games here, obviously, like we've got Hades and Psychonauts two, they and Last Stop. So three of the games that are mentioned in Xbox's big month are also coming to PlayStation, but you're having to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas you don't have to pay for them in Xbox. If you're still a last-gen console user, does this month swing your vote? Like if you're looking to get a new console? I mean, not for Xbox, because Death's Door, Last Stop, Hades, 12 Minutes and Psychonauts 2 are all coming to Xbox One. The only one, I believe, I don't think Flight Simulator is, I think it's exclusive to next gen and I think The Ascent might be, although I'm not totally sure. So most of those are coming to last gen. Okay. Whereas if you look at PlayStation, again, Hades coming to last gen, Ghost of Ikushima is coming to last gen, so is Psychonauts 2. Kenna is PlayStation 5 only. Mm-hmm. At mm. launch, certainly. So, it's an exciting. It's even if you've not got a next gen console, like most of those games that are coming out, you're gonna be able to play anyway. Um, but yeah, as I, I think the reason I brought I added this topic was because a lot of people on Twitter are talking about this is a big month for Xbox, and I think the reason they are talking about that and not how it's a big month for PlayStation is because PlayStation just seems to sort of truck on with solid releases every month. It is a particularly big one with Kenna coming in Ghost of Tsushima. But whereas Xbox, it feels like this is them starting to 
gather momentum mm-hmm. like and they haven't really had that momentum mm-hmm. and this is the start of it and if they can keep it going then they could claw they could claw it back I mean they've got all these first party studios now so you imagine they're going to at some point so if this can be the start of them starting to grab a hold of some of these people going to have a big backlog of games by the time I actually get these new consoles <laughs> Like there's going to be so much games I've got to catch up on. It's impossible now, though. That's the thing. Like, we were talking... Like, when we were young, Andy, and we used to... I mean, it, it was a good thing, don't be wrong, because we didn't have the money to buy the games and stuff like that, so we were relying on birthdays and Christmases to get a mm-hmm. new game. But back then, you'd go three, four weeks without a single release yeah. on console. And now, like, last week... I mean, I, I picked up Last Stop as a... Uh, pick of the week but I was like well it's last stop or what the fuck else and then it turns out Urban Trials coming out that uh, Death's Door one of the best games of the year like there's just <clears throat> like amazing releases just pop up out of nowhere that you don't even know they're coming then they come out and you're like holy shit this is amazing mm-hmm. and it's every week like 10 even 15 years ago like the whole of July could have passed with an, an, a single game coming out and now, potentially one of the games of the year just comes out in July and nobody had a fucking clue about it before it came out. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a hell of a time, it really is. Um, we did get two other questions in about this. Um, they were a little bit more positive on the Xbox Outlook than DJ was. So Andy wrote, it's a good month, no doubt, but I think as long as Xbox stays the course with their first party lineup, the gap will continue to get smaller. So uh, that's kind of the, the way I sort of think. Like, I think as long as they keep doing what they're doing, like, people are going to gravitate towards it, mm. especially with the value that they're, they're offering. And Liam wrote in and said, I think the word of mouth from gamers this month could definitely start the ball, uh, start to swing the ball over to Microsoft's court. Games like 12 Minutes, Death Store and The Ascent may only be timed exclusives, but they will be the thought of as Xbox games going forward. And yeah, they will because the the excitement over them will have died down by the time they come to anything else. Mm. I, I'm not even sure if their scent is timed. The scent might be fully exclusive. But yeah, it's just it's a brilliant time. It's impossible to keep up as well. I'd have to literally quit my job, and even then, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> but I might just quit my job. No, please. Don't. No, no, okay. <laughs> Give it a few weeks. You only be able to afford your Funko Pops. That's true. I've got an addiction to feed here. <laughs> news? Yes. News. Time for some news. First up, an advertisement for a role at Team Sobby has appeared on LinkedIn, confirming that the studio is hiring new staff for its next project. Going by the job description, it sounds like the team's next game could well be another Astrobot platformer. The designer's job listing makes mention of a 3D action game in which the successful candidate will need to bring creativity and humour. Sounds like Astrobot. Must be Astrobot. Must be. That's the last two games they've made and they've both been just two of the best platformers <laughs> I've ever played. That VR game Rescue Mission is amazing. And then the one that came bundled in with the PlayStation 5, like Astro's Playroom, it's just brilliant absolutely brilliant still one of the best games in the playstation 5 despite the fact you got it for free and with the console so it, it makes perfect sense i don't know why they would make anything else be kind of stupid if they did make anything else so yeah can't wait bring it on 
Okay, so the UK physical sales charts for the week ending July 24th were as follows. So number 10, Super, Ma uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Number 9, still hanging in there, Grand Theft Auto number 5. Oh Minecraft at number 6. 8. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers, I can't count backwards. Number seven, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number six, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Number five, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Four is FIFA 21. Three is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Two is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. And at numero uno is F1 2021. <laughs> it's funny how many of those games have just been there forever isn't it I don't know <laughs> bar like the top two and three every week you could literally copy and paste it from a year ago it's yeah. unreal fucking how how is Grand Theft Auto 5 still there it's currently on Game Pass and Playstation now I'm pretty sure yeah it's so there forever actually buying it aye who is buying it physically yeah <laughs> aye that doesn't even count digital mm -hmm. like some people what? don't know about all these platforms, or you might take it for granted because we're gamers, we know about them. Yeah, and we're old, I suppose, if you're, I don't know, 13, 14, what, mm -hmm. I mean, technically you're not, you're not supposed to play it till you're, what, 18 or something. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're kind of a young gamer, then perhaps... Yeah, I mean, there is always new gamers that are going to keep continue buying it, but they're buying it at a decent clip. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's mad that it's still going. It's good to see F1 2021 doing quite well. Like, yeah. I think those games do do well each year, mm -hmm. but the fact that they've added like a proper story mode in, I think that'll probably help. And like, because Codemasters are on BEA now, they'll clearly have like more marketing behind yeah. them. I like the Formula One games, yeah, something about them. Uh, like I'd be interested to see, like maybe six months from now, like if F one twenty twenty one is the best selling game in the series, because I would imagine with like EA behind them, like that we'll extra marketing push will surely sell. They'll more. be getting support as well yeah. throughout its release. You would think so, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. But seeing it at the top, like I mean, I, I always think a F one racing is quite kind of niche, but I mean, it's the top selling game in the UK. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Interesting to see just one last thing on that um, Death Store. I, apparently, like a lot of people, I've never played Skyward Sword, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, but apparently Death Store is a similar like style of game to it, and it rated a lot higher than that. Mm -hmm. So to rate higher than a Zelda game is saying something. Yeah. Okay, next up, Ubisoft has confirmed that the second expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, titled The Siege of Paris, will launch on the 12th of August. The Siege of Paris follows the Wrath of the Druids expansion and looks to cover the, quote, most ambitious battle in Viking history as Ivor and the warband attack the French capital, alongside bringing back box infiltration missions it will also offer new weapons abilities skills and gear that's all we need some extra content for Valhalla about time this fucking game opened up do you think you can play that bit just by itself if you've not played Valhalla i.e. me probably sometimes with these ones you have to get to a certain point in the story but yeah like see at this point Valhalla's that big that jumping into the like a 10 hour DLC feels like a lot more palatable. 
because it'll be a different map. So just been like, all right, this is only ten hours. Like, there's this DLC that comes out is going to be the fucking size of some of those old Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> like, I'm playing through Assassin's Creed Two, and I bet this fucking DLC is the length and the size of it. Yeah, because it'll be a totally different map. Mental. How are they doing it? And they, apparently they're gonna. I saw something that they were gonna. They're gonna support this for the next two years, mm. just bringing out more stuff. <laughs> It'll be the biggest game ever. Is it paid DLC? Ah, it will be. Yeah, yeah. but we can. We could sort of sort you out. <laughs> okay. Sound like some sort of dealer. <laughs> oh, the ice cream man hasn't been in tonight. No. Maybe he's been nicked. <laughs> Okay, Sony has accidentally leaked August PlayStation Plus games on their website, and well, this isn't a bad list. Probably their weakest this year, I would say. The offering is Hunter's Arena Legend, a 30-player PvP and PvE combat-based battle royale set in ancient Asia. Nope. Nope! (laughs) It's been out on PC for a bit, and by all accounts, it's very mediocre. Nope. That's flanked by the two PS4 editions. Firstly, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighbourville, a third-person shooter based off the popular Plants vs. Zombies franchise that started back in 2009. And lastly, Tennis World Tour 2, mm. the mediocre 2020 follow-up to the equally mediocre 2018 original. Oh, it's not good then. That's... There's, see, for a World, while, uh, tennis. Mm. for a while, we never had like any tennis games, and everyone, like myself included, like I'm not a huge tennis fan, but like the old, them, the old Virtua tennis games were amazing. Remember yeah. all the mini games you'd get and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them, and uh, no, tennis World Tour is not particularly good. No, oh, okay. Um, it's worth picking up. I mean, like you, if you get it, it's part of your subscription. But at the t- like when this was first announced, there was two games that came out alongside each other, both the first and the sequel. And there was so there was Tennis World Tour and AO Tennis. Oh yeah, I think I played that one. Yeah, so I reviewed AO Tennis Two. I think it was at the beginning of twenty twenty, and it's really good, like really good. Um, and at first I was like I couldn't remember, and I was like, oh, fucking excellent tennis game. Mm-hmm. Probably should have done it last month when everybody was excited about Wimbledon. You've kind of fucked that a bit, but <laughs> six out of ten for trying. There's and, tennis in the Olympics. Maybe aye, and then it turns out it's the kind of shit one. Mm. So it's a bit disappointing. But I'm sure PlayStation have got some mad sale on, so do Xbox. So AO tennis is probably pretty cheap now. Mm. Yeah. So we've touched on this already a little bit, but the pick of the week this week is Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I will definitely be picking. Yeah, given the review scores it got, like I think it's sitting at like a nine point two on Metacritic just now. Mm. Like it's so not nine point two, ninety two. Uh, it's meant to be brilliant. I don't think I'll play it for long, but <laughs> I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued by it. Like when you look at the graphics, I don't know how they've done it, but the actual like terrain and stuff like it all looks real. Mm. Like it looks like the real buildings. It's I think they've done something with Google or something like that to make it like. I don't know, but it it looks pretty impressive. And like I remember, did you ever along with me play the old flight simulator games on the PC? No, no. I doubt I played some on PC. I'm sure. Yeah, like castles used to come round, and he used to he and we'd play it, and he also played it at his house, and he loved them. Like he was right into it. But back then, it was proper. I mean, I remember 
getting one of them and not even be able to take off because it's just that like every fucking key in the keyboard you needed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You may as well. Uh, no, it's a niche product. Ah, uh, it was proper simulation. My dad had the stick thing. <laughs> yeah, so it, mm. it was proper difficult. But apparently, this one they do have a sort of. User mode. friendly mode. Aye, a bit of a here. You're if a you bit... I just glide about and actually yeah. see the scene, and not actually be like, right, I need the fucking altitude. Yeah, uh, I think geez. there's a wee bit of a you're a bit simple, press A to go. Yeah, that okay. sort of thing. So from that point of view, like I'll absolutely fly over a few places that I know mm. and yeah. see how cool it is. But I don't think it's something that I'd necessarily play for long periods of time. Yeah, I would check it out as well. Yeah, so I think it's worth checking out. Um, I, there was one other game that I wanted to mention, though. I don't know. I've been speaking to a guy that's been reviewing it, and he loved it, but I don't think reviews are out yet, and I don't know if it's good or not, but it sounds very interesting. It comes out tomorrow. It's a game called The Forgotten City, and the synopsis is travel 2,000 years into the past and relive the final days of a cursed Roman city where if one person sins, everyone dies. Unravel the mystery at the city's heart by exploiting its deadly time loop, questioning locals, exploring and solving puzzles. The fate of the city is in your hands. And so it's first person and you're basically going about in a time loop and if someone commits a crime, I think, then everyone just turns to gold, like gold statues. So you have to go around and alter and manipulate stuff, a bit kind of death loop style. Mm. To I don't think there's combat, but you have to like manipulate stuff so that people don't, Bring to the bring to an end this city, and it sounds like a really unique idea. Like there's not many gaming ideas that haven't been done before, but this sounds pretty unique. And I'm not sure if they hit the mark with it, but the guy I was talking to that has reviewed it, he really likes it. So one to look out for and see if it when the reviews come out tomorrow, if it if it's if it's done well. Okay, so last up, some polls, Craig. We love a poll. What did you ask our listeners this week? You love a poll, do you? No, no, P-O-L-L. Ah, that poll. That kind of poll. Right, that's a different poll. Yes, we asked, did you have or wish you had a Sega Saturn? 36% said they had one after the fact. You guys are the reason why it bombed. <laughs> 27% said they had one during the console's first run. 24% said they'd always been interested but never owned one. You two are part of the problem. And 13% said they had no interest in the failed console. So, <laughs> And we also asked, how many scotch pies would you give werewolves within? So 38% agreed with Jess and said three pies. 24% agreed with me and Andy and said four pies. 22% said two pies, 13% said five, and only 4% said one. Five pies? So it did lean towards the positive. It was three, yeah. three and four were the, should. The, most, the most voted. So I think all round it was a good film. It was? Yeah. I think that's the trend though. Like, see, to be honest, I, I don't think... See, the days or I mean, I'm speaking ahead a turn here, maybe... We'll be back here next week talking about how Alone in the Dark now has broached our top ten. It's not mm. going to. But mm. I feel like we're the day of an Alone in the Dark coming out and getting a 2.6 is gone. 
like I feel like when a gaming movie oh, comes out more, now, yeah, they get more love and justice these days. Aye, I, think. I feel like there's more. Like, see, even back, like I think Alone in the Dark's two thousand and five, but like even back then, I think it was like it's a fucking gaming film. Shit mm. it out. I don't care who's acting in it. Who's that guy? That that shit. That director. Just get him in. Fuck it. Just let's get it out. But now I feel like there's a lot more care put into it. Like mm-hmm. I do not think you could get a gaming film that bad these days. No, I don't think so. You'd yeah. struggle. Maybe look, every now and again, but not as much. Yeah. I mean, look at Mortal Kombat. We really liked that recently. I mean, Werewolves Within is based on a PSVR game that about a thousand people bought, yeah. and it was still, it was still good. good. Mm. So I think I think we're on the upswing. Apart just a shame we're, apart we're from watching all the, the old ones. Aye, apart from Uncharted, which <laughs> fucking wee what's his face seems to think the pits. Aye, bodes well. Yes, we shall wait and see for that one. Okay, that's us for this week. Head to puredeadgaming.com if you want more gaming content. Chat with us on our socials and share with your friends if you think they'd enjoy. And until then, we will see you next week. Adieu. What does that mean? I don't know. Adieu, I bid you adieu. It's not by in French. Is it? That's what I thought, that's why I done it. Je m'appelle Craig. Je m'appelle <laughs> Craig, well done. Well done. Foundation that, French there. That's, that's the extent of my <laughs> French knowledge. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> adieu. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.